Lay it all on the table. All right, guys, this week, let's tap into our hearts and see what's actually going on. And remember, no judgment, no hesitation, no filter, and just lay it all on the table. Oh, my God, that feels so weird only having three people doing this. But welcome back, you guys. It's your favorite podcast host. My name is Mark. My name is Erica. And I'm Eduardo. And we are missing... A very special person because homegirl is still somewhere doing her thing. I know. She God has been what. very busy I the know. entire month. I like, gotta say, I think it gets to a point where you just have to replace somebody <laughs> and that might that I might think, be it. I think we're hosting, um, you know, maybe a new <laughs> slot, some applicants there. We're yeah. holding auditions, <laughs> sending your tapes. Or voice recording works too sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, before we get into it, let's go to our first segment. Have you ever? Oh, yes. Hell no. Mm, maybe. Have you ever slept in public? Slept or slap? No, it's a girl. <laughs> that is some um, violence. No, like sleep. Did you fall asleep oh. in public? Have you slept in public? Yeah. Uh. I once had a long ass layover in. Oh, that's true. No, you weren't there. <laughs> when you went to Miami and then you slept. Um, no. Oh, okay. Once in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I think I was waiting for the bus to take me to Savannah, but it was a really long time, and I just stayed at the airport and I slept in one of the couches there. Yeah. And it was just very weird because I think when I fell asleep. There wasn't that many people in the airport. Mm-hmm. But then by the time I woke up, there was people everywhere. Like people were walking because Atlanta is a very busy airport. Is it a big airport? It is. It's, I, think, I think I believe it's one of the airports where a lot of um, transfers happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it's a it's a very busy, busy, busy airport. And yeah, when I woke up, like there's people sitting next to me. There's people walking everywhere. And I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh, my goodness. How long have I been here? What's that like snoring? What's that like to have saliva? Like there's <laughs> just so many. Yeah. Like there's just so many questions going through my mind. I'm like, this is so embarrassing. Like, I can't believe I just. I don't think they'll be like looking at you and oh, this po- person is drooling. I don't think they'll see those th- I don't know. I've been I judging. Think, <laughs> <laughs> I think you can kind of see someone's drooling. But probably for like five, ten seconds and then they'll move on with their life. True. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure no one was wasting their time just staring at me to see when I woke drooling. up. <laughs> but it's still embarrassing. I'm right. like, what if there's like a meme out there of me or there's like people of Atlanta <laughs> Airport? I don't of know. Yeah. You're posted on Nine Gag already. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Remember those days, Nine Gag? Yes. That was like the meme. I used to scroll a lot. Them during that time. Anyways, that's my story. That was cute and little short. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Ark? Well, mine, I think I consider transportation a very public scene. Oh. Yeah. To oh. sleep mm-hmm. in. And I remember in the Philippines when I was commuting from Cavite, mm-hmm. from my hometown to my school, to Manila, it takes, you know, like two and a half hours to get home and, and to get to the school. So I sleep the entire time and uh, oh, I have so many like sleeping stories in the bus that I would just like, you know, fell asleep and I'm like so tired and my whole mouth is like 
facing in front of the AC because the AC is like on top of your head. Yeah. So it's and then you wake up, it's like, oh my throat is so dry. And it's like the bus Wait. is full of people, people everyone's standing, you yeah. know, they're all trying to get home. It's just very jam-packed. It's just really crazy. Was and your some, mouth open? Yes. <laughs> yes. And then sometimes right actually not sometimes, most of the time I sleep and I'm just by myself and I would put my head on someone else's shoulder oh. and they would try to like remove it <laughs> and i would Who's this girl <laughs> and i would wake up and then that would happen again or either that my head would like bump onto to the window because i like to sit beside yeah. the window mm-hmm. in buses so yeah that happens a lot during my high school and my college yeah. days yeah i completely forgot but when i lived in new york mm-hmm. i would sleep on the train all the time Cause it was like a hour ride from the city to where I lived, and one time I completely missed my stop because I was passed out. And oh my gosh, I, that happened to me too. That's actually my next question. Like, aren't you guys scared to like miss your spot and then you're gonna be like a whole nother hour away from your yeah, actual it destination? Happened. It would happen. It, it happened to me maybe like less than five times during the <laughs> eight years that I've been doing that. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, my body knows exactly where to wake up. Okay, I'm like close. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like most of the time you're not fully asleep. Like your brain, like you can still hear when they're announcing the stops. Or at least I could. (laughs) Your eyes are just resting. But that one time, I think I was very tired and I did pass out. Mm -hmm. And I did wake up at the, it wasn't the last stop, but it was getting there. But it was... It was a very rough area. Like, I was very scared because it was already dark out. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, like, I need to run to the other side to get on the train to go back home. Like, it was it was scary. Yeah. Mine, um, I remember when I also, like, passed through my stop because it's a bus. So it just, you know, it's... Uh, by, it just keeps going. It just keeps going and you have to walk and the, there's no, like, fast transportation. So you'll just have to wait and then hopefully <laughs> there's a bu- another bus. Going back. And I would, I think one thing that I remember, I was still in my high school uniform and then I was just very tired. I probably did something at school, like some practice and Mm, extracurricular. It it was, (laughs) no, it was probably like 20 minutes past my stop and I woke up and I'm like, oh my gosh, where am I? And you're always so disoriented when you wake up after like like a long sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna just come down at this point you know and then i'll tell the the driver stop it stop and then i'll come down and then like oh i have to like walk again and then use the overpass that is a whole situation and then i still have to do a tricycle and then a pedicab after so damn girl you're like in the jungle i'm just kind (laughs) of it was just very in yeah because i feel like i guess the more in you go the streets get smaller and smaller so like yeah, it's just harder to get vehicle. into. It's it's far unless you have your own vehicle. But but isn't there so much traffic? So twenty minutes, the bus probably didn't go too far. Yeah. No, it was already like late at night, so it's oh, so a lot of. It's after rush hour. Oh, okay, okay. But a lot typically, faster. yeah, yeah. A longer transportation is not really that far. <laughs> yeah. It's just a lot of traffic. Yeah. But what about you, Mark? I Where always, did you sleep? I always. I feel like I always fall asleep. On the most random places. Mm. But the only thing that I can really remember now is like when I had to sleep by myself and I had no one else but just me in the airport 
of Singapore. Oh, oh and that's it had like true. a really long layover. It was like a seventeen-hour layover. I went out to Singapore and like explored the city a little bit, and then I got back. It was like eleven thirty midnight, and my flight is not until like eight o'clock in the morning. Oh, so I had to like just be there by myself, and I think I was really anxious, like being there by myself. I'm like, okay, do I stay awake the whole time? And then like you know the hotels that are in the airport, they're kind of pricey. So I'm like, is it really worth it? I'm like, yeah. I'm only here for a few hours. Um, so I'm just like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to fall asleep. But then I was like, what if like I wake up and then all my things are gone? Well, you should have tried um, getting a lounge area pass. Yeah. I, sh- I know. Probably like a hundred dollars. You could have tried doing something. I'm just playing. Um, but <laughs> when I stood at the airport that one time, I remember putting my leg through my bag Mm-hmm. I like hugged my backpack or something. There was something I did, but pretty much is like if anybody tried taking it, I would You'll feel, feel it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of did the same They'll thing. take you with them. <laughs> but, you know, it was like, I think at this point, almost all the couches, all the most comfy spots you could think of They're are taken. taken. Oh. And I have walked the whole airport probably three times oh. until I decided, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sit on this chair. It was like, Fully erect, sitting up, and I'm just like, <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna, like, you know, I basically, like, rest my leg on my bag because I got one of those, like, strolly walkers, and I'm like, I don't want to, like, carry all this. It's uncomfortable, so I just put my leg up there, and I slept. I put my hoodie that's, on. Uh, that's very uncomfortable. I feel like if that was me, I would just sleep on the floor. Yeah. I know. I saw a lot of people sleeping on the floor, but I was like... So there was a lot of people. There's a lot of people. Wow. I mean, not like a lot of people, but like literally like almost all the chairs available, they're taken. I think you're safe. You're yeah. in Singapore. And it's like in the airport. Like, yeah, you know, airport. I don't think it's going to be that crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thankfully, um, yeah, nothing got stolen and I was <laughs> able to fall asleep. I put my alarm on as soon as I woke up. Like people are just like on the go again, you know, because it's like people are flying again and all that stuff. But that was a fun little experience. Fun, fun. There's always a first. Yeah. But that was that was my sleeping adventure. <laughs> fun, fun. <laughs> um, diving into our main topic, it's actually a little more sensitive. It's about, you know, the most recent controversial topic, which is the gun violence that's going on in the States. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's important that we talked about this because it's happening and it's really heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see you guys' point of view on it and like what kind of steps you guys are doing to prevent all this like violence that's going around. Well, I guess to begin, yeah, it's definitely a sensitive topic. And yeah, I was very affected by like what happened recently. And Erica was as well. And that was definitely eye opening for us to try to do something Mm -hmm. as much as we can do, you know, it's only so much we can do, but everything we can, we're going to try to do and try to speak up. Um, We sign petitions. We're going to go to, um, you know, there's marches, there's marches happening this weekend in a lot of big cities. So I definitely, it's the next weekend. It's June 11. Oh, June June 11. Yeah. Um, There's so, you know, there's a lot of marches happening in like the main cities. So I definitely recommend for you to go out there and really um, go march. Um, so look it up, see what time, where, the, 
you know, where the march is going to be happening, you know, obviously be safe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think me and Erica, we're going to go to the march that's happening here in Los Angeles. I mean, we haven't started our family, but we want to. And this is definitely not, not, you know, not the, not the place. Ideal place yeah, to like bring place. another life into yeah, this world. Exactly. Because, you know, it, I feel like this happens in the most vulnerable places that there could be. And it's just, I can only imagine how the families of these people like feel like knowing that their child's going to school and then never coming back home and just getting that call, receiving like the notice about what happened. Um, mm-hmm. I know you guys have been, I feel like been really, really involved into it. Like, you know, doing all these petitions and like doing a little bit more research about it. Um, and like, yeah, I just want to talk about it and see like why do you guys think people would do such things like this? I don't know. I feel like it's a, it, I mean, that's what you said. It's such a sensitive topic that the, what the, I don't know. It's, there's always two sides of the story, but right. still, you know, if you think about it, the, like how can someone just, you know, come in to a school and then do that? And of course, like our, our country, um, the U S couldn't even put, some at least like some reform or control when it comes Mm -hmm. to to guns and uh, i wish it's the same as in australia or new zealand or even in in canada where when you buy you know like a machine gun like that you have to get a registration form you have to put like two three people like as a reference you have Mm -hmm. to do this whole test um if you test like, are you physically able and mentally able to, like, use this in a good way or, like, something maybe recreational that is not going to harm anyone? Yeah. So I just wish, like, something was could be placed. Yeah. You know, I feel like there's a couple of measures that the, the government could take. That's why me um, and Eduardo, we were signing, you know, like, those petitions. And I know it doesn't do as much. But I feel like putting out the, your voice out there and then showing that the, maybe at least like a majority of voices could do something about it. Yeah. And definitely. also, um, I tried to even call the Senate. <laughs> Our senator in um in California, which is Diane Feinstein, but I couldn't get a hold of her. So I tried emailing her. I don't know where it went. Mm-hmm. And even... For the upcoming election, I think it's it's going to be a sm- very, very smart move as, you know, voters to really do their own research and make sure yeah. that the politicians that they're going to vote for in those specific positions will do something when it comes to gun reform or gun control or or going to make sure that the, they would keep uh, like the kids or our families safe when it comes to this kind of things and like what are like the type of measurements they're gonna do yeah absolutely i feel like guns should be like having like a driving like license yeah exactly where you You take something um you you have a test um you practice using it or something like that it's, it's not like you're taking it away from people that follows the rules you're just putting some uh, it's not a restriction even like if you're gonna pass all this test then it should be okay you know you'll be fine like holding people like a little bit more accountable each date that it's happening because yeah it's a deadly weapon yeah because it's uh, it's it's scary it's not safety if you think about it not only in public places that you can get 
you know, like that if ever that happened, I hope, you know, no one that we know right. will, will get into that situation. But churches, like chapels, grocery stores, mm-hmm. even at the workplace, um, like a few years ago here in California, I don't know if you guys remember that. There's also schools. Yeah. It's just everywhere. Or like events. Like yeah, events, festivals. festivals. It's it's there's no safe place. But if they have this specific like reform or control with all those who have it, then I feel like it's easier to I don't know <laughs> to track or will I don't know re- restrict this type of situations. Right. You know, this should not be something that people can just easily access and purchase at a regular store because this is such a powerful, like, tool that can result into, like, really bad violence. They say, like, based from, you know, like, the the arts or not arts, I guess, like, uh, some infographics that I see is, like, it's easier to get you know, a gun and then purchasing like a formula milk. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, that shouldn't be allowed. It's only like May when we're recording this episode that there has been so many shootings already. People can look back maybe 10, 15 years from now and say, and talk about like a specific, talk about shooting in this year because there has been so many already. And, you know, I feel like with this much things going on, people would make more, like firm rules or like laws about this but then you know you're not seeing that happening and i feel like we should be progressing and being more smart about these decisions um and then i also just found out upon doing a little bit of research that like almost 44 states in the states allowed you to own gun like a normal like just getting a candy in the store yeah yeah i mean i think every single person including us every single listener should do the research on who's running for their for their area who's what they're doing like i feel like it's easy to forget about it and then you get to election day comes and then you just kind of vote for whoever and that really that really hurts your your city your Your state yeah your your future because you might not realize who you voted for and if that person is again like that and it turns out that that was not the person that was best for your city, then, you know, it kind of sucks. So definitely doing your research, making sure that you are prepared for when you go elect, that you are electing someone that is really going to represent the people. And I think that's the biggest part is like right now, a lot of people feel unrepresented because the people that should be representing us seems like they're not doing anything, you know, and it's, it's very hurtful because, for me, you know, as a as a brother, as a friend, as a husband, as a future dad, like I want to, you know, I want things to change. I want to see, I want to feel confident, you know, wanting to bring my own children, feel comfortable enough to be like, I can bring my own kid. But right now I definitely don't feel that way. And it's just super hurtful. And yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, it's, it's tough. It is. And mm-hmm. it's. I know it's more than just change things because there there is more. But I just think that putting some kind of thing is not about getting rid of guns. I think it's about catching red flags. Yeah, mm-hmm. early you know? on. Yeah, you know? there's, you know, there's like these people that, you know, go and do these things. Like they have red flags that if they just did a little more 
um if like there is more of a process if there yeah and if those people were even more aware like maybe even like the person who sold the gun to the that kid the 18 year old kid like to to i don't know to just even question you know as mm-hmm. a citizen it's like why is this kid buying this much you know gun and bullets and you instead know. of just thinking about profit or even you know instagram i know i'm calling calling them out for for the 18 year old to post pictures of guns it's like uh, they should be flagging those things early on yeah i think Definitely. i think there's a lot of there there's a lot of signs where where you can just catch them on if someone's not mentally stable or whatever it may be where you should not be selling selling to that person i think that's where we need to where things need to change yeah because obviously yeah obviously you know people you know part of our amendments is you know the you know to bear arms and stuff and but i just think there just needs to be a process and i think that's definitely what you know hopefully everyone is fighting for it's just just a process and instead and of more just res- being so easy yeah. yeah more restrictions into using it yeah and i know like even from the different party they talk about like mental health and i know that it's a big play on this one too mm-hmm. and, and, and i'm pretty sure it's like a combination of both you know like the community or um even like the people that sees the, this person before he did this thing or or even like the loss just a combination of overall could hopefully like in the future would result into you know like a better place to live in right but yeah i really actually i really appreciate you guys just like actually opening up and sharing your point of view and thoughts about this really sensitive topic because obviously it's a really hard thing to talk about but the importance of you know us bringing this topic into people that are not as exposed to it you know now can i feel like can do a little bit more research into it and see what they can do moving forward so that whatever we're doing is progressing into something that is more actively productive yeah um yeah go ahead yeah and i was just gonna finish by saying like before we we end this stuff just know that this is our platform and we're literally just talking from from how we feel from our hearts exactly. and from our point of view. Yeah. You know, we're not, we're not saying there's right or wrong. Like point, we're not pointing fingers. Exactly. You I know, mean, we're just saying how we feel and like, you know, ask people, ask people who want to, who want to feel safe. You know, mm-hmm. we want to see change and, you know, we, we ourselves are still doing research. We ourselves are going to, to this March that, that is going to be happening because we do want to see some change. So do your own research and do your own and do your, the word of mouth basically yeah. and talk about it so that a lot of people can be more aware about it. Um, yeah. And then just to add that, just to add on that, um, I feel like maybe there's like some information that the, or not super, I don't know, like super true that we've discussed, like just, uh, I guess like don't, take every word for it where uh, as what we said it's uh, you know from our perspective like for our personal opinions and we try to like mention things based from like the research that we've been getting like being involved and then the news Mm -hmm. but yeah um if you're interested i know this community like the organization that i've been following it's called march march for our lives and if you mark your calendar june 11 2022 they're doing 
um, 250 plus marches around the United States. And I know the big one is in Washington, D.C., but we're far from that. So we're going to do uh, one here in Santa Monica. It's, I think it's around like 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. So we're going to be there. Um, do If you're interested, do check the cities that you are in. Maybe they're doing some marches because they have 250. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if it's not in your area, maybe close yeah, around major there. Major city near you, yeah. most likely. But yeah, we're, we're marching and uh, i think uh, it's uh, it's for a good cause please do your research let's all move to a direction where it can benefit all of our futures and so i know that was a really heavy episode y'all so we're <laughs> gonna keep it light and short for this week um mm-hmm. we want to bring different sides on this podcast and you know yeah. to make sure that we are keeping current and up to date to what's going on in the world if you like our episode, please don't forget to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You guys can follow us on Instagram at Lay It All on the Table. We also have Twitter, Lay It All Podcast. Feel free to DM us. And if you really love this episode, you guys can give us review and ratings of Apple Podcasts. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. My name is Mark. My name is Erica. And I'm Eduardo. We'll see you guys next week and goodbye. Bye. Hopefully there is a here. Yeah, girl, come back. Lay it all on the table.